Hi and welcome. <laughs> My name is Kat. I'm one of the owners of Synergy Fitness for Her, a women's fitness studio and physical therapy clinic located in Durham, North Carolina. Joining me are these very mature adults <laughs> seated right next to you, <laughs> right? Absolutely. I'm joking. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm giving That's myself too much serious. credit. <laughs> giving myself way too much credit. So... <laughs> My name's Alyssa. I am one of the trainers here at Synergy. Been here for about two years. Been in the training field for about three. Really love these people. Love my job. Oh my gosh, I don't know why I'm making this noise anymore, but I'm looking to further my education and go <laughs> into <laughs> Who dis? These are my multiple personalities. <laughs> this is uh, Liss. This is, it's like Sasha Fierce. You remember that? Yeah. I feel like this is going to be another yeah. episode where I don't know. <laughs> where are we? Is Beyonce's like alter ego? Yeah. Like Sasha Fierce. You didn't know that? I'm going to have to look at that. Yeah. It's okay. I know who she is. Wow! <laughs> Laura, you're turning against me? Fierce. This is Laura. <laughs> or whatever. That's a transition because she's throwing shade. She's throwing shade at me. Rude. Hey everybody, I'm Laura, one of the trainers here at Synergy. I've been working here for about nine months already and have been in the training field for about almost two years. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in exercise science with a, an emphasis in health and wellness. And I also have a master's degree in integrative wellness coaching. It's official now. Yeah. I got my transcript yesterday. Yeah, flip that here. Let's go. I mean, yeah, it's in a ponytail. You're like, I can only we'll do so much. Let me just go all the way back. Yeah, <laughs> Well, today we're gonna be talking about some thing called active listening. Fun little statistic for you. The uh, average person or average people in general only have like 25% efficiency in actually listening to what people are saying. That is shocking. It's sick to me because wow. we are so self absorbed as a society. Mm -hmm. yeah. Shut yourself off yeah. and listen. That's what I gotta say. Mm -hmm. But I just found that to be very interesting because they did a lot of, uh, they did a survey of 8,000 people or a study. Um, in all different places, businesses, hospitals, universities, military, government agencies. Um, they thought they were communicating well. That is obviously quite the opposite because mm -hmm. they said that 25% is mm -hmm. really only the information that's received out of the 100 that's given. Right. So it's very interesting, something yeah. that we can all take into. Um, what is active listening, though? Let's see the definition. From the article by Katherine Robertson. So the definition of active listening is a specific communication skill based on the work of a psychologist from um, by the name of Carl Rogers, which involves giving free and undivided attention to the speaker. Super important. Mm -hmm. um, Knights defines free attention as placing all of one's attention and awareness at the disposal of another person listening with interest and appreciating what they're saying without interrupting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sounds simple enough. Yeah. 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 Except most of us don't do that. But that's okay. So, um, when using these techniques, active listening is really important. And it makes you a better person, but it also makes your relationships with the people around you in the workplace, at home, with your significant others, just so much better. Um, and it, you just develop a lot of those skills that just makes you a better person all around because you are active you are actively listening to what they're saying without getting ready to come back with a response or how your opinion is or whatever. So we're just gonna go into some steps. We're really excited to share with you guys what else we found. So what we can do, what can we do to make us better 
active listeners? Yeah, so when actually kind of researching the topic of active listening, I found this um, kind of informational article from mindtools.com, um, which has a lot of different other kinds of tools regarding active listening and other things. And it says that to become an active listener, there are five active listening techniques that we can use to help ourselves become a better listener um, or a more effective listener. And the first one is paying attention. So giving the speaker your undivided attention and acknowledging not only what they're saying, but the message that they're trying to come across. Um, recognizing that nonverbal communication also can speak volumes or speak loudly. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to be able to pay better attention, um, it suggests that we first and foremost look at the speaker directly, um, put aside any distracting thoughts, do not mentally prepare a rebuttal or what you're going to say. Avoid being distracted by environmental factors, for example, that can be side conversations or anything if you're in a public place or anything um, that may be distracting to you. And then again, listening to the speaker's body language, because I think that can tell a lot about that other person or what they're feeling, how they're um, conveying the information. That's so true. If you've ever seen two people in conflict without being able to hear what they're saying, like... Uh, the other day I saw um, people across the parking lot and it looked like they were like arguing based on just body language and how they were animated. And mm-hmm. It's fascinating. It is. The next thing you can do is show that you're listening. So use your body language and gestures to show that you're engaged. Um, nodding occasionally is suggested. Um, you can smile and use other facial expressions. Uh, make sure that your posture is open and interested. So if we're like crossing our arms and looking kind of gruff, um, that can be kind of intimidating. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. just a little bit. And like, I'm not really like, paying attention. Um, I'm just I don't here really care. to write. Yeah. Mm, like mm, I don't like, care. This is a little more open. Like hey, yeah, I'm that's the first to no say. of like speaking to someone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <Your> hands down. <laughs> the last thing is to encourage the speaker to continue a small verbal comments like yes and uh huh. Um, and I am of the generation where uh-huh was not so socially acceptable. It seemed um, it's like a rude thing mm-hmm. or interpreted as rude. So I think Laura like had a great be- suggestion for yeah. Well, my that. one of my um, professors in my master's degree, because um, active listening is something that is very heavily touched on as a health coach. You know, we have to be active listeners and listen to our clients. He was telling us that uh-huh for him is very kind of like. I'm bored. Like offensive. Uh-huh. Like kind of like it. yeah, I'm listening to you, but I'm not yeah. in a way. They can kind of kind of like offensive, but he gave the suggestion of um, nodding first and foremost, and then using words such as like yeah or okay or even like mm-hmm, like with your mm-hmm. like lips closed, because that is something that I do on a daily basis when I'm speaking to someone. Like I'll be like mm-hmm, and like that's how people know that you know, I'm listening to them and stuff. So I think that doesn't have that kind of connotation of like rude or rude or I'm bored or stop talking. So the uh uh-huh thing, I feel like I use that, but I think that my body language helps to make up for what I'm trying to say. Like I'm not coming off as like a butthole. I'm really saying like, huh, or uh uh-huh. Okay. Waiting for what else you're going to say. Like my face will look puzzled, like trying to process what you're saying. So I feel like body language can body language can kind of go yeah. together like, with those words because you that. can be like yeah, but you can be like oh yeah, 
Like, if you were to listen to what I'm saying, you probably wouldn't know. But if you were looking at my body language, you would know, oh, she actually is wondering. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not closed off. I'm actually listening to you. Yeah. Yeah. So the the third um, tip that it gives us here that I found really interesting is providing feedback. And um, when talking about providing feedback, people often think that that means responding to someone. And it's Mm -hmm. actually not. It actually means to put your personal filters, assumptions, judgments, and beliefs on the side Mm -hmm. uh, because that can distort whatever we're hearing. Um, And as a listener, our role is to understand what is being said. And this could require some reflection. So the first thing that it um, suggests is to reflect on what the person is saying by paraphrasing it. So an example here is what I'm hearing is blank. Um, It sounds like you're saying blank and then kind of paraphrasing what they just said. Um, because I think that kind of helps them realize, oh, she's listening to me because she was able to repeat everything I just said back. Um, Asking questions to clarify certain points. So what do you mean when you say this, or is this what you mean? Um, As well as summarizing the speaker's comments periodically. Absolutely. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great tip that they included in this article um, that I think is important to share, and that is if you find yourself responding emotionally to what someone says, say so by asking for more information and they give an example which is i may not be understanding you correctly and i find myself taking what you said personally what i thought you just said is blank is that what you meant and i think that goes along with your point about providing feedback um it's it's um kind of taking a step back and um trying to understand it's more of listening to to understand. understand what the person is saying than being emotional about it and exactly. really genuinely hearing because maybe they have emotion that's different than yours a different perspective mm-hmm. or maybe you, you just took into. it in a completely different way yeah they didn't mean to and mm-hmm. i think that can affect how the conversation goes forward because if you're stuck with those feelings of was that an insult uh, like then kind of thoughts coming to your head and if you don't kind of clear that out that conversation might go in a different way yep. and it definitely might it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean it'll go in a bad way. No. But if you're not able to kind of control those emotions like I do, like if someone says something that I've taken maybe the wrong manner, I won't stop thinking about it. So mm-hmm. then that kind of distracts me from the actual conversation. The point. I yeah. can relate to that. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, the next tip is to defer judgment, kind of going along with what you just said. Interpreting is a waste of time. It frustrates the speaker and limits full understanding of the message. So you want to allow the speaker to finish each point before you're asking questions and you don't want to interrupt with any counter arguments. So that one is a challenge for me, but yeah. I feel like that's a challenge for all of us too. Cause if that's where, um, I think the self part of it comes in, cause mm-hmm. we bring ourselves back around when in reality, like we're that's self-absorbed. That's, that's being self-absorbed. We're yeah. being selfish. I don't think that we're taking value in what they're saying and listening to what they have to say. Unless that taking it back to you is going to move the conversation forward. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even like help maybe them. Maybe even help them. Or if it's something that someone is struggling with and they're speaking to you about it, and then you're, you're maybe able to share an experience that may help them or maybe like, oh, wow, I'm not the only one talking. Or yeah, they can, this, like, feel like you can relatable, relate But it's really hard to kind of gauge that kind of... Am I wanting to bring this back to myself? Is this really going to help them? Or is this 
taking the spotlight away from that person or whatever they're trying to um, say. I so. feel like if you word it correctly, you could say that I've experienced a similar situation. This it's is what kind happened. Of like empathetic and then emotion. you can also bring it back to them again. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like you circle back and they're like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. They heard me, but they also realize like the emotion I'm not alone in feeling. Right. And it still keeps this conversation or the, the, um, yeah, the conversation around them and you're not, you know, bringing it to yourself. Mm -hmm. So passing it back to them to continue. Right. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Like right. if they have more feelings about it or if they need to share more, or, you know, absolutely. And I think with deferring judgment, this, this one also makes me think that, um, I think a lot of people also are very too quick to respond to what people are saying, mm -hmm. which is not a bad thing because maybe someone said something and it sparked a little light bulb in your head. But I think something that I was also taught during my master's that's been really kind of eye-opening to me is to acknowledge that having silence is okay in between mm -hmm. people talking. It's mm -hmm. uncomfortable as can be, and I've already gotten used to it. But you never know if that person just needs two more seconds to continue whatever she was speaking about. It's a great point. Um, the pregnant pause, I think you told mm -hmm. me at one point. Yeah. I love that. Love a yeah. pregnant pause. Just sit in silence. <laughs> Let me stare into your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, I love that. A sales technique is how I was introduced to it, but I think, yeah, I like that. I think that it can be taken for many, yeah. many things, especially being able to really pull somebody like mm -hmm. out of, like be vulnerable and have them be comfortable without the fear of being judged or, you know. Yeah, so I think absolutely. That's, I think be taken that way too. What's the last one? one? Yeah. yeah, and the last tip here, and I, I really love this one, is responding appropriately. Mm -hmm. um, active listening is designed to encourage respect and understanding. You are gaining information and perspective. So you are not adding, uh, you add nothing by attacking the speaker or otherwise putting her, him or her down. Mm -hmm. um, so responding appropriately can be being candid, open and honest in your response, asserting your opinions in a respectful manner, and then treating the other person in a way that you think she would want to be treated. Preach. Yes. All the love. And I think that last one, I think, kind of applies to everything. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what, I mean, the golden rule, at least that's what I grew up with, was, you know, treat the person in a way that you would want to be treated as well. Mm -hmm. I love that. It kind of makes you think. I love that. There's a great infographic. Um, we'll attach the article in the description box mm -hmm. below. But there's a great infographic that's worth clicking on um, on the site. Uh, but to summarize the five techniques, the first is to pay attention Second, to show that you're listening. Third, to provide feedback. Fourth, defer judgment. And finally, uh, respond appropriately. So hopefully those will help um, improve your active listening skills. I feel like just discussing it, I think it opens up my eyes personally to build better relationships. And there was just a motorcycle that ran by. <laughs> wow. It was not distracting. <laughs> but I think it helps well, me to build the skill. Which one of these steps had, uh... uh what is it? I got distracted, <laughs> right? The first one, avoid, avoid being distracted avoid by... Being distracted. I failed Whoops. at that today. Whoops. It's hard. Oh, yeah. kill. It's hard. Um, but I feel like we've all got some things from this. I yeah. Oh, for think sure. That we, yeah. It was something that I wasn't really aware of until it was very heavily part of, like, my master's degree. And I caught myself in, in some of my first sessions, um when I, because we had to record them and we had to listen to ourselves during our sessions and kind of give ourselves criticism, which was, you know, how much I love hearing myself talk. Mm -hmm. It was like, wow, Laura, you didn't let her speak. 
and you just jumped back in. So it's it's it kind of makes you aware of like at the end of like my program, I was able to like sit in silence and be like, okay, just wait until she talks, and if not, then just offer whatever she needs and ask a question or ask a question or keep the conversation going about like what they're saying maybe more detailed like here yeah there we go okay another thing that we were very heavily touched on (laughs) we so thank you guys for um listening in and watching if you're watching uh via youtube um we are so happy to have you thank you so much for sticking with us we're going to be talking about some cool things next week having a special guest via zoom So we're pretty stoked about that. We're going to talk about meditation, forms of self-care, just to add into your bucket of wellness um, because I feel like we should all learn to fill up our buckets that way, fun things, because there's a lot of different stuff that works for different people. Mm -hmm. So she's going to be touching on um, some Reiki. Mm -hmm. So we're really excited how she brings that into her practice and all that stuff. So stay tuned for next next week. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Check you guys later. Have an awesome week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Cheers. 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 Cheers.